Shalom and welcome. I'm Chelsea, certified mermaid, diver, and science communicator. And I'm Blake, scuba dive master, freediving instructor, and also a science communicator. <laughs> We've created the Save the Mermaids podcast to connect ocean lovers from across the seven seas who have a desire to protect our waters and learn to live in sync with nature. Save the mermaids, save the seas. Let's dive in. And now for our happy ocean news. So this is a fun one. Um, Ecuador is boosting protection of the Galapagos Islands in the biggest, have you heard of debt for nature deals? No. Ever. The biggest one ever. Okay, this is a super cool idea. I'm just going to read this directly from mongabay.com. It's news.mongabay.com. So on May 9th, Ecuador launched a plan that would effectively wipe out the interest on part of its debt in exchange for its protection of the Galapagos Islands. Uh, one of the most biodiverse marine regions in the world. The strategy will allow Ecuador to convert 1.6 billion of its existing commercial debt into a 656, that's so much money, million dollar loan <laughs> um, issued as a bond by the global investment bank Credit Suisse. Uh, over the course of 18 years, Ecuador would repay this new loan and also provide about $18 million each year for the conservation of the waters surrounding the Galapagos Islands. Uh, much of the funding would be focused on managing the newly established Hermandad uh, Reserve and the existing Galapagos Marine Reserve, as well as suitable fishing and climate resilience efforts. This plan would also finance an endowment aimed to generate ongoing funding for marine conservation. These transactions, known as debt for future deals, have been completed in at least 16 other countries, but Ecuador's deal is the largest to date. Uh, in addition to substantially supporting marine conservation efforts, the deal should save Ecuador about $1 billion in borrowing cost. Um, quote, the world's biggest ocean-friendly debt swap is coming together in Ecuador to protect its unique natural resources. Pablo Arosema Marriott, like M-A-R-I-O-T-T, like the hotels, mm. um, Ecuador's Minister of Economy and Finance said in a statement, uh, quote, this, this strategy decreases public debt, boosts fiscal stability, and creates opportunities to address basic needs like healthcare and education. Huh. How cool is that? That's cool. So they're like, they already have their debt. So they're kind of just trading it in and saying, hey, instead of paying you back, we'll just use that money to like fund nature and they accept it, I guess. That's what everybody needs to do. Debt for nature. There's a lot of debt out there. We just help the earth instead. Yeah, how much better? I like that. Yeah, I thought it was neat. Good for them. Yeah. For them. <laughs> All right, so happy June. Happy June. It's summer. I don't think I'm going to love this month podcast, though. It's... There's a lot of creepy ones. Yeah. We've been, like, really resistant toward this theme. We have. We've talked about it, like, five times in the past, and, and we haven't done icky. it. Because you and I are not lake people. Yeah. I would like to live next to a lake and be like, oh, I'm a lake life, hashtag, whatever. But swimming in lakes and diving in lakes. It's so gross. It's so gross. And this month is not going to help. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's going to make it so much worse. Like, yeah. you think the ocean is scary? It is not. It is not. No. Oh, God. I prefer everything in the ocean to anything in a lake. Yeah. So I guess our theme is fresh water. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like freshwater June. Yeah, freshwater June. So Lakes. get ready for some ugh. Ugh. And not like fun October ugh. Like yeah. straight up ugh. It's like nightmare fuel. It is. But I feel like those are our months that do the best. When I'm talking about like, oh, these are beautiful ocean plants. People are like, oh, that's cute. 
Yeah. Skip. And I, I think too, though, like they're the months that need it the most. Yeah, the icky ones. Because the ones we love are easy to protect and learn about. And yeah, the stuff wants we to don't. protect what you're talking about. I, I, I know. I know. I don't, but I've we need to. I've seen one of these at the Chicago Aquarium. It was disgusting because they're sucked onto the side of the glass and you yeah. just see its mouth. Ugh. They're gross. So tell me all about it. Yeah. Let's talk about lampreys. Oh God. Okay. It's like a demon penis. That's actually called vampire fish. Mm-hmm. And demon penis is more accurate. Yeah. It's so gross. Ugh. Did you, did you ever watch Futurama? No. These remind me of one of there's uh, episodes and then they made a movie called the beast with a thousand backs and this is exactly what that was except it was pink no on the, on the show so lampreys okay. i know i know here we go here we it's go. gonna be fine aka the vampire fish <clears throat> um they are an ancient lineage of jawless fish the adults can be recognized by its absolutely horrifying mouth yeah it's toothed funnel shaped and sucks um the word lamprey literally means rock sucker <laughs> oh no you rock sucker you, rock, you lamprey <laughs> they're long skinny fish like an eel but they do have dorsal fins which is kind of cool and, when the, and their mouths are um nightmare fuel yep is what they are there are 38 known extant species of lampreys and five known extinct ones, which tells me that these guys are not fucking around because mm-hmm. only five of them have ever gone extinct. Yeah. Well, who's going to mess around with a lamprey? Like you look at that and you run. Yeah. Swim quick. Yeah. I don't want to dive in lakes. No, <laughs> no, we need to protect these things. You know, these are the Great Lakes. Oh, yeah. ah, it makes me just want to yeah, itch protect everywhere. Protect them, but don't go in it. Yeah. Don't Let's, go in it. Yeah. Protect at a distance. Yes. That's what we'll say this month. End ever being in the lakes. <laughs> June. Don't distance go. protection. Yeah, don't <laughs> go. Beware. Okay. All right. Here we go. Diving in. Um, most well-known species is the parasitic carnivorous lamprey. <laughs> Gotta love it when it's both. Please don't hate them, even though they're so easy to hate. Okay, tell me why I shouldn't hate them. I don't Maybe somehow while I'm talking, we'll think of a way. <laughs> they feed by boring into the flesh of their victims okay. to suck out their blood. Uh. <laughs> the good news, though, is that only 18 species of lamprey do this so there's okay, that. that's a lot of species chelsea yeah i know but out of 38 um so like the that's, there's like 20 of them that are totally fine that's over a third it's so many one is too many yeah you know that <laughs> have you seen that question out there that's like i would you either would you want to million dollars wait i don't remember what the alternative is but one of the options was you get a million dollars but you're always chased by a snail who wants to kill you and he can never be stopped or killed and if he catches you you immediately die like, uh-huh. that's fine but when i like think about it being a lamprey i'd be like i want whatever the other option is yeah take, like take i don't that. need dollars so. no <laughs> okay um <clears throat> Of those 18, nine migrate from saltwater to freshwater and breed. So we're not safe anywhere. Mm. Mm-hmm. And nine are exclusively freshwater. Okay. 
So only nine nine of those 18. I don't know about the other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So half again. We're both really like crunched up right now. Like we're very visibly uncomfortable talking about this. Look it up, guys. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up and you'll get it. Go ahead. Come on back when you're ready. Yeah. Of all the non-carnivorous lampreys, um, all of the non-carnivorous lampreys are in freshwater, which is, um, I guess, one point for lakes because those ones aren't going to eat you. Huh. The saltwater ones will. I didn't know that they were in the salt. This is like the sea spider episode where I'm like, yeah. the good thing we're not in lakes. Good thing <laughs> we're, we're in the ocean instead. Yeah. Never safe. Oh, you think you are and yeah. then a lamprey gets you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blake and Chelsea here. Want to bring the magic of Save the Mermaids into everyday life? If you're visiting the island of Oahu, then come diving with us. I am a PADI certified mermaid instructor and offer mermaid classes from ages six to adult. If you've ever dreamed of being a person, these classes are a great way to learn safely, try a tale for the first time, or deepen your existing skill set. Learn breathing techniques, mermaid tricks, how to swim in a tail in monofin, and more. You'll learn some ocean facts, conservation tricks, and spend the entire time smiling and making other people smile too. And if you're looking for a deep sea adventure, come on a pelagic shark dive with me. I'm a dive master and shark safety diver for Go Adventure Hawaii in the iconic North Shore town of Haleiwa. On this two hour tour, we will free dive with some of the top predators in the ocean, such as the Galapagos sharks, sandbars, tiger sharks. But remember, this is a cageless shark snorkel, so you must be comfortable in open water and deep sea conditions. Can't dive with us in person, but still want to show your support? Then please go to www.mermaidconservation.com, click on the episodes tab, and click on the support the podcast button to donate, or write us a review on our podcast page of your Apple podcast app. We really appreciate your continued support that allows us to bring the magic of Save the Mermaids to you every single week. We truly could not do what we do without you. So I still don't want to dive in lakes, but like I said, point for lakes. Um, the adults in the non-carnivorous species do not feed. They solely rely on reserve of the food that they qu- acquire as larvae filter feeders. What? Isn't that weird? That's weird. It's like a whole life of hibernation. Huh. That's pretty they're interesting. Like, have you heard of breatharians? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're like <laughs> the breatharians of the lamprey world. Do we have any breatharian listeners? I hope so. I hope so too. Because I want to know if that's actually... I mean, you can't biologically. I was a nutritionist. You will die eventually. Yeah, I want to talk. don't eat. But yeah, they said you just lay in the sun and breathe. And that's all the nutrients that your body actually needs. Maybe for like a week. Photosynthesis. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I thought that was actually really interesting. Yeah. They only feed as larvae through filter feeding, which uh-huh. is totally not dangerous yeah, that makes me then why do they have those terrifying mouths well those are the non-carnivorous oh, ones so they don't have the terrifying mouths. yeah because they don't need to bore into their victim's blood supply precisely okay nope. okay okay let's talk about their appearance shall we like i said they <laughs> resemble eels with a long so like five to 40 inches uh-huh. which is a huge range uh-huh. and 40 inches is too much lamprey yep. um they have scaleless bodies large eyes one nostril on top of their head and seven gill pores on each side of its head the mouth is terrifying 
and uses suction to attach the animal to rocks or its prey. Mm -hmm. When they attach, the tongue either licks up no. algae. <laughs> Why is it always the tongue? I just really want to be very graphic. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Oh, I can't. So they, they attach and they lick up algae from the rocks or tear into the flesh of their prey to draw blood. Yeah, sounds like, <laughs> and like the tongue is just going like crazy on like if it was on glass, it'd just be like. Rah, 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 rah. Okay. <laughs> We're both in like the fetal position right now. I know. Um, their mouth also allows them to climb rocks, which is cool to travel upstream. Yeah, that's cool. It's not cool, Chelsea. Imagine this thing like jumping with just its mouth of rocks. Okay, but that little goby that lives here does that. But it's a cute little goby. It doesn't have a nostril on its forehead and weird little dorsal fin eyeballs. These and... are all really good points. Yeah. But again, these are the non-carnivorous ones. Yeah. They suck on rocks and just jump upstream and just... don't eat ever. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so true. that's But that's it's still, still creepy. I would think they're like leeches. I'd be like, nope, yeah, I'm out. Leechy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's super leechy. They're literally called parasitic carnivorous lamprey. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> they're apparently among the most energy efficient swimmers, which is neat, using movements to generate low pressure zones around their body. Um, and so that pulls rather than pushes them through the water. Oh. So they're kind of, yeah, they're getting pulled through the water. That must be nice for them i think that's cool yeah i mean you know i'm really trying to get people to somebody needs to love these guys yeah. all month this is our goal somebody somebody love these please because we're not gonna yeah okay so spawning speaking of going up river the adults spawn in sand gravel or pebbles and once the eggs hatch the larvae drift downstream and settle on silt beds where they burrow in and filter feed and they can spend up to two, say, spend two to eight years as larvae and get up to eight inches long. And then they undergo a three to four month long metamorphosis and become the horrifying adults I've been talking about. They take a long time to become sexually mature. Yeah. They're really long lived nightmares. Oh. Yeah. I was expecting maybe like a year total. Yeah. You'd be wrong. Bummer. <laughs> so, Okay. They are important to ecosystems. I don't believe you. They are. They are. In fact, some scientists are even planning to design special ramps to help optimize their climbing abilities. No! Yeah, because they're used for food and bait in the Northwest United States and need to travel upstream to reproduce. Who is eating these? Not me. That's all I got. <laughs> so I'm they're not eating lampreys. They're important because they're being used as food and bait. Like yeah. food for other fishies? I think people eat them too. I would not be friends with somebody who ate them. I feel like that just absorbs into your mana. Huh. You know? But again, these ones aren't. They're not. They're the another bad one. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, building dams and other environmental factors such as overfishing have impacted the lamprey numbers, which mm. is good news for you. Um, they are, however, considered pests in the North American Great Lakes, as well as an invasive species. So you can kill on sight if you're swimming in Lake Erie and see a lamprey. Yeah, but how are you going to kill that thing when it is pulled through the water towards your body to burr, 
burrow into your blood vessels. It seems like nature is really on its side because it needs to be. Yeah. Because these things are gross. Go at ya. Um, in folklore, they're called nine-eyed eels because the, so they have the seven gill pores oh, and then the eyes. It looks like eyes. Yep. That's fun. That's the fun fact. Nine-eyed eels. So that's that's lampreys. Welcome to June. <laughs> it's gonna be fun i mean maybe we got the worst one out of the way maybe but i'm not gonna lie mine both sound very creepy they're all creepy it's lakes it's lakes it's all gonna be creepy nothing is like visually beautiful like maybe a bass honestly still not really rainbow trout some trouts are really pretty they are yeah 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 but i don't know june's gonna be we're gonna learn a lot we're gonna grow a lot Maybe yeah. we'll even learn to love some things. I will say after reading this and after researching lampreys, what I would have assumed seeing them in the wild without this knowledge would have freaked me out a lot more. Yeah. I do appreciate having the knowledge that only 18 of the 38 species will eat you. Yep. And if you're in freshwater, those ones probably won't. Yeah. I don't appreciate that knowledge now because I thought they were only in lakes. <laughs> um so yeah, that, that was the surprise for me. It's a little bit of a bummer. But, but now, just, you know, if you see one in salt water, you got to go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Save I do like to know that there are some scientists out there who's like, you know what I need to do? I need to build a build a ramp mm-hmm. for these lampreys. They do have heroes yeah. working for them. Good job, scientists. Yeah. I probably won't help with that project. Though. No, I don't. But if any of our listeners want to and do please reach out and let us know. We will connect you with our heroes of the lamprey world. (laughs) Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids! Mermaids!